Black Tea, the podcast, is sponsored in part by Men's Room Chicago. I shop the Men's Room for all of my fashion, fetish, and grooming needs. They have an amazing selection of brand names including Nasty Pig, Swiss Navy, and Double Scorpio. Plus, you'll get 10% off your next purchase if you use our promo code, It's Tea Time. Remember, support your local businesses and shop the Men's Room at shopthemensroom.com, all one word. Or just stop into the store located in the heart of Chicago's queer community. Welcome to another episode of Black Tea with Matt and about to be drunk Michael. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> not, not you RuPauling into the episode. <laughs> yeah, this is God. I love a RuPaul workroom uh, like moment. Hello, hello, hello. And then they all turn around and act like they didn't know she was about to walk in. Like, bitch, you know that this, you know that she's gonna walk in after you get the fucking she's done already had done had hers. Right. When you when, when you had yours, you get RuPaul's. She's coming in. <laughs> like they'd be like, oh, ah! they turn around. Sometimes I wonder, like, are they gagged because like is it is it, oh my goodness, we're so shocked because RuPaul's coming in. Obviously, that's not the case. Or is it them legitimately reacting to what RuPaul is wearing? Well, I don't know. Because some days, some days, Charles. Not like, Char- not calling him by his last name. So, <laughs> Mr. Charles. <laughs> I cannot stand you. Some days, like he wore a wig. On UK, on UK. RuPaul walked in. I like <laughs> so. I feel like that. I, here's the thing. I feel like that was RuPaul's extremely shady moment. I feel like he was wearing that fucking yellow wig as a shot to Jenny Lemon, who pieced herself out. Ah, God. I, I feel like that was a very silent and subtle fuck you. <laughs> I could be wrong, but that has never ever happened before. Cause they pissed, ever. pissed her off. They pissed Mr. Charles off. And then Jesus for- Peaced out and then other bitch came in with fucking H&M. I don't want to see any fucking H&M. She's like, I came all the way across the pond. She was pissed and rightfully so. pandemic and a Piper Page Phoebe and a panoramic. You did not in a Piper Page Phoebe. I hate you. I don't even, I don't even like charm like that, but in a Prue. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I know there was one other P bitch. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Which one was Rose McGowan? Paige. Paige. I can't even like when I think of Rose McGowan now. <laughs> when I think of Rose McGowan now, the only thing I could think of is the girl who danced for Missy Elliott. 
Oh my god! Like as an adult, I can't remember her name, but with the the little yellow jumpsuit at the VMAs, and then so like it, my mind goes through so many things, right? So it's like okay, Rose McGowan. This is where my mind goes. Rose McGowan. <laughs> Fuck, not me cracking myself. Uh, Rose McGowan. Allison. Allison something. Allison Jennings. The other girl. Yeah. It was Alyssa Milano. No, 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 not um, the, the Missy girl. Oh, the dancer. Okay, I don't know. I thought you were talking about the other girl from Charm. No, so like, I think Rose McGowan, and then my mind goes to like, I, I think of her when she was like young, right? She was like with Marilyn Manson, right? But then like, it goes back to like, it goes back to her. So like, wild. Rose McGowan, Marilyn Manson, back to Rose McGowan. Bald, um, <laughs> fighting against you know injustice and sexual harassment um very very stern serious voice um politician back to rose mcgowan missy elliott dancing girl then i think of the vmas then i think of this guy that dressed <laughs> his halloween costume in 2019 was in the front he was rose mcgowan and then he turned around like he's with Rose McGowan wearing the yellow jumpsuit and on the front it says Rose, but he turns around and it has the dancer girl's name on the back of it. And he starts <laughs> doing the dance from the VMAs. And then he turns around and then walks up to the camera and he's like, imagine how tired we are of it, which is the Rose <laughs> McGowan interview. <laughs> but then I think of the video of the girl dance at the VMAs, like on Twitter, they edited the video to where it's not her actually like dancing the music that's there live, but it's just like squeaky feet on a dance floor. Period. It's so funny. Anyway, we've talked about absolutely nothing for the first few minutes of this episode. No. Thank you for joining us, everyone, for another yes, episode hello, of Black hello, Team. Everybody. Apologies to those of you who um noticed and give a shit that we did not have an episode last week i am actually taking 100 percent blame for this um what wound up being a mishap but it's fine we're back refreshed um i was out of town and i was god i've been watching uk drag race so I'm, i have re-picked up this fucking lingo that they speak I was about to say, I was meant to bring my laptop with, um, <laughs> instead of I was supposed to bring it. I was supposed to bring my laptop with and then forgot to bring the laptop with. Um, I was gonna need it to record the podcast. But lo and behold, we're here and yes. we're back. So, and Sherman, uh, <laughs> before we jump into today's topic, um, which I just, I want to wait before we announce what the topic is. It's something that we talk about like kind of often, but I guess today will just be, the, it will be the primary focus. Uh -huh. And there's so many ways we can go with it. But um, you did mention before we started, you know, <clears throat> you were, some music that has dropped recently that you wanted to speak on. I know what I would like to speak on. What are you feeling right now? Uh, oh my God. So can we just... Can we just applaud Dua Lipa for having a moment, for having this fucking moment in against all odds in 2020 and in 2021? Dua Lipa is my whole vibe. She is my whole mood. 
She is yeah. my life <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, God, like, she's just fucking wonderful. Like, I'm, 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 I'm almost like anticipating her next album, like her next movement, like what, like what the next sound of her uh, will be like. But she just dropped, uh, she just dropped a, a song what last week, I do believe, and it hit. Did, did she release a single? I know she. I know that her, uh, her deluxe album, yeah, like the deluxe version of Future Nostalgia, uh, went out, and I, I did enjoy. Um, I did enjoy some of the tracks on the deluxe album. Mm -hmm. I, if you, anyone who's listening goes back to listen to any of the episodes that we did in 2020 of this podcast, where we're talking about music. And I do always note that Future Nostalgia is one of my favorite albums of last year. Um, top three, I'd probably say. Um, not probably a top three, I would definitely say. Mm. However, I actually, I thought that the deluxe editions were cute, but nothing that actually stood out to me. I did not think that it was, most of the time I feel like a deluxe album is not necessary, right. but the songs that you add really, really need to add to me. Otherwise it's just, to me, it's just you adding like, okay, I'm going to put some tracks that didn't make the cut. It's kind of how I felt about her deluxe. It was cute, but I'm not going, to, I don't, uh, there was nothing that I'm like, I want to go out of my way to re-listen to it. Mm. Whereas the album on its own before the deluxe, I would listen to every song, but except for one that didn't really like click with me, which was Boys Will Be Boys. I love that fucking song. I don't dislike it. I just feel like it's a very, very in comparison to how strong every other track is on the album, it's very weak to me. And it's like the only one where I'm like this, it doesn't fit with the rest of the it does theme. Not, it does not fit with, with that album. Cause that album is more or less like kind of like a new age, like disco album. Disco um, in eighties, right? Like very, very heavy. Um, hence why it's called Future Nostalgia. Um, but but as far as deluxe albums, um, my girl Ariana Grande dropped the Positions Deluxe album. And, um, you know, so to, this is obviously not a bias because Dua's Deluxe, I was looking forward to. And I, I not that I was disappointed, but I just was underwhelmed. Whereas with Positions, I actually made a point. I said, I, the only thing that I said was, Ari stays feeding us. But I was like, let me not get my hopes up for this deluxe because it could be underwhelming. And I was overwhelmed because I really, really enjoyed all of the new tracks. Like, I have legitimately really enjoyed it. You I'm, haven't listened to it? No. No. Oh, it's so. This is one of the rare occasions where I'm like, okay, the deluxe album, but the deluxe editions in the album like actually fit. It fits. Everything works. Um, I loved it. Like, uh, 
I, I guess I can't really like go in depth with you if you haven't heard it yet. Uh, what I will say is not listen to it. Like the fuck? No, I know you're going to like listen to it. Like what I will say is like, I feel like you should listen to it because I actually positions for me with, with her is um, I love the album. I know a lot of people have said that they feel like it's one of her weakest or whatever. I actually really love the album. It's completely different than anything else she's done. And the songs that she added with the deluxe, I feel are just as strong, if not stronger than some of the tracks on the regular album. Really? Yeah. So um, I've already listened to, like it, to me, it honestly makes it feel like a more complete album as mm -hmm. well. So I'm kind of like, okay, I'm fine with this, but I kind of wish that this was just the actual album. Really? Yeah. And it and I feel that way too. Like a lot of times too, deluxe albums, they're already added to an album that's like extremely long to begin with, you know? Mm -hmm. Positions actually kind of flies by because some of the some of the tracks are three minutes or less. Really yeah. So I feel like if she would have just released this on its own, I understand, I get it, you know, but I would have been totally fine with it on that original you know initial listen and like mm. oh this is a really strong album but as it as it is definitely like check it out and anyone who's listening right now i'd love to hear your opinions as well um excellent album uh, my girl does not she doesn't fucking miss Maybe. she does not miss well whatever is happening in her new life with her new man her real estate boyfriend fiance doing it keep doing it keep doing her keep giving her the the d because she keeps like it's baby positions i feel like positions positions versus what was the last album before thank you next yeah i was for some reason i want to say sweetener but like i forgot sweetener's the one that just doesn't exist to me um Justice for Sweetener. Sweetener is a good album. <laughs> Sweetener is probably her. Sweetener is probably. It's just so hard. I don't like to compare the albums ever because they're all just different sounds. Like Sweetener, I feel like was her very experimental. It didn't sound like Dangerous Woman, and it didn't really sound like Thank You Next, which she released six months after dropping Sweetener. Right. I feel like Thank You Next is what she probably wanted sweetener to be as far as sound is concerned not content um but she just had mastery i think sweetener is an excellent album but it's hard because she has what six six studio albums none of them really sound the same she's mm. just like evolving and maturing her sound over time to what it is now which is amazing to me mm -hmm. and is sweetener maybe her uh quote unquote worst album Probably, but it's not a bad album. So and the strongest tracks on that album are still like they slap. I mean, God is a woman, yes. no tears left to cry, uh, good night and go, every time, breathing. Those are all I mean, that's half the album right there. Those are <laughs> excellent. That's the excellent tracks. So um, but I, what I will say is positions versus thank you next. It, 
because there's such a different sound, it hits in a different way for me. Like, I feel like me and you kind of have like similar stories with like Thank You Next, because we were both going through a thing, you know, and Sweetener, not sorry, Sweetener, um, and now Positions, like, baby. It's very, it's very, like, I think one of the things that I love about Positions over Thank You Next not that I love it more, because I don't. Um, Thank You, Nexus. That's my album. But I just love... I feel like you can hear a lot of the hurt in Thank You, Next. You can hear the pain, mm -hmm. which is why it resonated with me a lot more than any of her other albums, which were a lot of just, like, really good bops, really good songs, whatever. Thank You, Next is the first album that she released where I'm like, oh, no, I feel this one yeah. positions i feel in a different way it's just it's more lighthearted. it's not so deep it's not her sadness it's it's literally like a it's kind of about her just her literal present love life mm -hmm. and i'm i'm here for that i'm fine with you writing and singing about fucking during a pandemic and falling in love because that's what you were doing right <laughs> like you know why i'd rather you write about that you know i feel like you took i feel like she took me on a journey to get where she's at now you know and now she's engaged good for her good for her um huh. and to add to the music discussion before we move on to our actual topic at hand i will say that before we went and started recording i did see that chloe and hallie have announced that they are doing a music that they are releasing a music video for ungodly hour the title track of the best album of 2020 last year ungodly hour um they're dropping a music video for it this week which i'm very excited for because in the year 2020 um to me the top artists of the year were chloe and Allie. no one maximized there was not a better album to me there was not a better better album last year and no one maximized creating their own buzz and creating an era um, for themselves during a pandemic. Uh, no one did it better than Chloe and Hallie. You know, not so not taking away from their talent and they are fucking astounding artists. Like they're not just just vocalists to me, they're fucking artists. Um, but like not to take away from their talent, but I kind of feel like this was like their moment. This was their like shtick, you know? Like they started their journey on YouTube. You know, they started their journey like doing this kind of like virtual video type thing. So it's interesting to see that that's where they started. And now they've like grown up and kind of like done this whole thing. And now they hit a pandemic of course they would fucking thrive. Like I would have been so disappointed if they wouldn't have taken advantage of this, but they've literally been doing this for years. You know, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think about it in that way. Like they've been, they've been pandemic performing since before pandemic performing was a fucking thing. That's very true. Baby, they did us. But they, I mean, they maximized it a higher than I, th I think that any of us could have ever imagined yeah you know what i mean and um 
because I mean, I'm still, I'm still very, I'm very, very blown away by how much they did mm-hmm. last year. Just, oh my goodness, I can't, I literally cannot wait for a, anything that they give because they have, they also have not missed in the last year. So good times for music. You know, there's a, I, I just love music. I love when there's a, a music video that's about to be dropped, you know, um, I love a music release. I just love, I get excited about it. Like it's something that has stuck with me mm-hmm. since I was younger. you know, I just, it's different now because the internet is, you know, much bigger. Like the rollouts though, when we were growing up, it's like, they were going to build to something. And then it's like, all right, the album is better. Like, I just live for that. Um, I know yesterday we we're talking about like making the video and everything like that, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I live for music. Music is so important to, I know it's important to both of us. So mm-hmm. I'm very much looking forward to the continued enjoyment and quality of what music is in the current year, 2021. Yes, God. Um, but today's topic, we've made it, to the, the bread and butter and before we went on the air mr michael was like <laughs> this was the conversation let's add let's just reenact it so sherman what do you want to talk about on the podcast tonight dick i said <laughs> just dick anything specific or just dick oh dick big so dick, little dick small dick so here we are. So I'm I'm just gonna let you lead the way. You know what's funny? Before I let you lead the way, I'm holding a, a phallic shaped item. I am holding a I am holding a phallic shaped item in my hand that I just it's for no reason. But the <laughs> letters the letters on this the phallic shaped item is actually um, used to bang a, a cowbell like to hit a cowbell. Um, Why do you have? Never mind. Because my boyfriend, I forgot. It. It. Yes, <laughs> my boyfriend brought the cowbell back from Puerto Rico. Anyway, <laughs> um, the initials, the logo on the stick, have kind of to do with um, the topic oh. at hand. It says DP on it. DP. Actually, have you ever like been DP'd? Um, I've come close. I've come close. Okay. Um, and like, it was a shock to me. I didn't think that, I didn't think that I was going to do it or I didn't think that it was a thing, but it was already happening before, before I knew it. Like, I had no idea what was going on. Um, I feel like that's kind of problematic. They didn't let you know. You should probably explain that better. I should yeah. explain a little bit better. Because let me tell you, if two, if two men are shoving dick in my asshole, like, first of all, motherfucker, you gonna ask me because <laughs> I'm not trying to have you fucking, there's still a lot of tread left on these tires. Like, I'm trying to fucking make sure that the tires still can grip the ground. The situation, well, look, there's, look, all right, she's, she's tight, all right? The situation was just that, um like I was in like in a threesome and I was like the only bottom in the threesome and like um while you know one boyfriend was like inside of me the other boyfriend was just kind of like working his you know way in or like trying to 
at least working um, his way in yeah um one boyfriend's one of the guy's dicks was like significantly bigger than the other one like significantly like so like um, i feel like i because you're because you're giving the adjectives i know the couple in question no whatever i'm aware it is what it is um but like uh it was something that, like i never like I'm not like just going out being like, yo, DP me, what the fuck? No, um, not yucking anybody's yum, but it's just not. Yes. Um, but uh, no, have you? I have never been DP'd. Um, I have had a yes. I was gonna say, I've, I've had a dick inside of me that felt like I was being DP'd, but it was just one man. Um, it was that thick, however, uh, my boyfriend and I definitely a couple months ago, I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but we definitely, my only experience in double penetrating someone uh, was on, actually, I know the exact date. It was on, no, wait a minute, no. It was on, <laughs> yeah, it was on Halloween. It was on October 31st. Yes. So, um but yeah, it was, you know, it was a really interesting experience because we were in the middle of a threesome and we're already like, like in it. We've already fucked him because um, we had a, he was a bottom. The third was a bottom and my boyfriend and I were, were, we're both versed, but we were only topping him. We topped each other as well in the midst of it, but we only topped him and we had been topping him for, we'd actually topped him so long and so hard that he actually fell asleep. While you were inside of him? No, not while he, we were inside of him. Like, we like, we like stopped and then me and Omar were like fucking each other mm -hmm. and he fell asleep and we just kept going and then he woke back up yeah. and then we continued. But like, we're midway through it and he was like, so are we going to do this? And we were like, hmm? And he started trying to put them both in and succeeded. Oh. oh. So well, it was it was like, definitely a moment. But wow, what a moment. I will never forget. A moment that is most pleasing to me in my career. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I would want to kind of know what that feels like to be inside of somebody with someone else. Like, like what that would like feel it's like. Very, it's very interesting. Like it, it really gave me no pleasure as far as like, oh, it made my dick feel good or anything like that. Cause it, it really didn't. Um, I guess the pleasure, it honestly, I don't even know if, I couldn't even really say that I was pleased by this situation. I was more like amused and just like into the moment amused by and into the moment more than anything because it's an experience it was something that we that was not planned you know um and i at that at the root like the best things that happen sexually or just in life are are organic you know so it was a cool experience like i would definitely do it again i know that i have absolutely no desire to ever get double penetrated like myself i do not want just the idea of two dicks being inside of me sounds just horrifying 
<laughs> like literally like sounds so traumatizing um just because i've had my own mental blocks over the years as far as bottoming is concerned i just the idea of like bottoming for two dicks seems like too much work like to to get there like the <laughs> thing is and i love to bottom like don't get me wrong I'm totally versed love both things right the idea of it like okay i have to clean out which already yeah. which already is like we start the bottoming process with work now i have to like work to fit one dick inside of me but now i have to work to fit two inside of me absolutely not but kudos to every one of you who can take two dicks <laughs> absolutely like armand rizzo if you're listening to this kudos to you yes kudos to you because not only are you getting dp'd by two dicks you're getting dp'd by at all times two of the biggest dicks ever and I, i'm not specifying anyone you know but like just anyone that he bottoms for has a gigantic fucking piece <laughs> so oh my god yes. so um uh another thing i kind of i i wanted to like ask you about about um who interview me Yes, yes, yes. So for those of you uh, who are listening um, and are aware, like me and Matthew used to share the same line of work. We used to, you know, be go-go boys and strippers, uh, you know, just here at local clubs in Chicago um, and other places, but mostly here in Chicago. And um, I was actually, I've been uh, listening to this really, really fucking amazing podcast. Um, it's called uh, Whore Minds, P-O-U-R Minds. Uh, it's just these two girls. I think one's name is uh, Lex and the other name, the other's name is Drea. And they have coined this term, uh, BDB. What do you, yes, what do you think BDB stands for? Well, if you don't know, I'll tell you. So apparently these girls have coined this term BDB and it stands for big dick ballers. Big dick ballers. Okay. Big dick ballers. Uh, yeah. So shout out to Lex P. Andrea for introducing me to this amazing fucking term. But I want to ask you, um, have you had any experiences with BDBs in your time? dancing or not even dancing just in general so i feel like is this your way of asking me if i've had someone that was like a cash pig that had a big dick if that's what you're taking from it then be our guest be our guest um i mean i guess i guess kind of technically okay i feel like we both have in that regard like okay so, okay, I'll preface this by saying this, you asked me something very specific. At one point in my life, I did have a sugar daddy. I was oh. very, I was like, no, 20, 19, 20. I've never had a sugar daddy. <laughs> I hadn't, I've never had a sugar daddy, but if I wanted a sugar daddy, could I go out and get one? <laughs> I could, because I am what? Sickening. <laughs> You could not get a sugar daddy because you are not that type of girl. <laughs> um, no, I did. I did have a sugar daddy. 
Um, he was very nice. We didn't have to have sex or anything like that. Like he paid me well. He just liked the company. Like mm-hmm. he liked the, you know, whatever. Like it was one of those things where like, I like, he was not an unattractive or old man at mm-hmm. all either. I should specify. Like, I think he was like 10 years older than me, maybe. Okay. Um, so maybe he was like, you know, he was probably, he was not probably, he was slightly robbing the cradle a little bit, but I was legal and it is what it is, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, like, I mean, if he would have just asked, like, do you want to hook up? Like I probably would have done it, but I, I understood the situation. So I maximized my money at that moment, you know? Um, and it was really interesting too, because at the time I was still in the closet. So I would be like traveling to like, go see him to the cities or whatever and like telling all of my straight friends are like where are you going i'll be like oh there's this girl that i met in springfield when i still lived there um and we like still like hang out and fuck which was not the case i was literally going to go like cuddle and spend time with this sugar daddy anyway but and referencing it he had a huge dick like a huge thick dick but he didn't want me to suck it. He didn't want me to suck it. He'd like literally nothing. Maybe every so often he might like jerk off type of thing. I'm like, well, I would have done this with you. And in my mind, I'm not telling him this, yeah. but in my mind, I'm like, I would have done this with you anyway. Like, it's fine. But I knew like, that's because he led with that. And like, he'd already like showed me pictures. I'm like, okay, well, I don't feel uncomfortable doing this because you're not even unattractive. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always wondered if there was going to be something negative that came from it, but nothing he was always very respectful, mm-hmm. like great. Some a couple times he would like just wire me money, like Fred. He's like, you don't need to come. Like here's some money, you know. Hopefully see you next month or something like that. I'm like, great. Anyway, to skip ahead, when we worked at the shoe, we obviously encountered a lot of different type of men. Mm-hmm. But every so often, there would be a nice man that would come in who was. Mm-hmm attractive um but generous and some people were more comfortable with taking that further i by that point was not really one of those people right so i would maximize it for what it was literally just in that moment and i'm not going to name names or anything like that but there were a few people there was at least one off the top of my head that i can think of that was very generous with his money that you and that liked both you and I, um, that we wound up even hanging out with oh. a handful of times. Um, a beautiful, beautiful chocolate, fucking just deep, dark chocolate man. Like, I don't even want to say black because that doesn't even like, I hate when people, I usually hate when people describe a black person as chocolate, but I'm black. So I could say it like just cho- like beautiful, cho- like skin. Oh, so you know who I'm talking about. Absolutely. But he had a big old dick. Absolutely. And he was and he was very nice. He was very respectful always. And he always, he literally was a baller. And I, if I felt more comfortable in the situation, I know that we both probably could have maximized that situation because he was always willing to like, he never used the word like escort, mm-hmm. but I know that he wanted to take up like take us out take me out take you out mm-hmm. and just be seen with a with one of us you know like i know he had a couple other guys too at the shoe that you know he'd 
wanted to do that with and they might have done it i just never did i was very content with you're taking care of me while i'm here at work and then we might go out and you're taking care of me. like you know what i mean yeah um but i never i never tried to i don't think you did either i never tried to like push harder than needed to be yeah but he had but he had a big old dick and it was another one of those situations where i'm like you're fine like i would love to do more with you mm-hmm. but i know that once i cross that line then i feel like all of this ends yes and you also you want to you know you want to keep the allure you know i do like to keep the allure because that went on if 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 i ran into him now in a situation i know that the energy would be the same right right so i i made the point to because both of us wound up at some point had hooked up with his best friend who would always come in mm-hmm. with him and the energy could have been there to do something more um and it definitely was there but i always made a point to like stop it at a certain right yeah so definitely big dick baller for sure yeah um I don't think so. I've had like a, a few experiences. Um, you know, I like I had been watching that podcast and I had been thinking, you know, like, you know, have I like ever like met any just like, you know, BDBs or like um, have I had experiences with them? And um, it's interesting because one of the girls uh, was saying that, you know, sometimes you have to be careful with the BDBs because like some of them be like lame as fuck. And like I have definitely have experienced that. Um, you know, I have, it's no secret that I have like a problem with like uh, an issue with like kind of like boundaries when it comes to stuff like that. So like I um, I actually ended up uh, dating one of my BDBs and- um, Is this someone I know? Uh, yes, yes. And um, not saying that like he was you know, lame. He just had like a lot of fucking issues, um, you know, tied into him and his his status, his financial status. You know, um, so like that was kind of an experience. But then I also uh, went on an accidental date with a BDB. Um, accidental date. Yeah, I don't actually even think I've told you this story i might have told, told you this story but i'll share with the listeners um i'll give I'm you excited yeah i'll give you guys like an abridged version so um you know one night i'm working you know as a stripper over at the lucky horseshoe here in chicago and um a fucking beautiful beautiful man walks in just gorgeous like six three you know caramel skin, tattoos, beautiful lips, beautiful haircut, eyes, just gorgeous, very well put together, man, you know, walks in and, um, you know, I'm on stage and I'm doing my thing and I see him talking to, you know, one of the other boys and I see them standing in the corner and I see them pointing at me. And um, when I get off stage, you know, the other dancer that this gentleman was talking to pulls me aside and goes, hey, you know, that's this is my next door neighbor. Uh, you know, he wants to, you know, he wants to buy you a drink or, you know, talk to you or whatever. So, you know, I go over and do my little, you know, stripper thing and just be like, hey, how you doing? You know, Not my little, my little stripper thing. 
yeah, I'm a little cute stripper thing. I, I strut over, you know, little waist, fat old booty. Um, God damn it. And, uh, you know, we're talking and uh, we end up, you know, in this conversation. And he goes, you know, if I could take you out to anywhere in Chicago, like tonight, where would you want to go? Like, where would you want to go? What would you want to do? And like, I couldn't even fucking answer him. And I was like, well, I can't go anywhere right now because I'm on the clock. But um, he's like, fine, I'm gonna take you out tomorrow. Okay, cool. Takes me out, we meet up at the shoe. Um, I go, he like meets me, we get into this like really fucking cute car. Um, I'm not gonna say what the car was. It was probably more expensive than like my rent for like four years, five years. Um, but um, really cute car. And, uh, you know, we start driving to, you know, the downtown Chicago area and uh, we end up going to just on this big fucking shopping spree, like this giant shopping spree where like we ended up in Tiffany's and uh, Nordstrom and just like uh, having dinner at like um, this just like amazing fucking rooftop place. Um, and then we go to a bar after. So <laughs> everybody who's from Chicago knows that there's like only one to two gay bars in the downtown Chicago area. And um, we end up going to this bar called Second Story. Now, oh my God. If you've been to Second Story, it's literally the smallest fucking bar. You have to go outside to change your fucking mind. But it is rumored rumored it is allegedly where a lot of male escorts hang out i believe this to be true because anytime that i've gone to first of all i miss second story yeah you can you can get a cocktail for i don't know 33 cents and be fucked up for the next three days period um but every time that i walk into second story there's always like four to nine questionable to passable male suitors standing by the door. Just yeah. eye fucking every person that's walking in and waiting to see which one of them they could pounce on. Yes. Not me getting swarmed by all of the fucking escorts basically upon entry literally one to like walking i have to go piss and literally like five five or six guys all circle me i'm like if y'all don't get the fuck out of my face i have to go pee i'm gonna piss on you they would have let me yeah they probably would have because you know um so anyway we're in this we're in this bar and he's like oh i'm just we're gonna meet one of my friends for a drink and you know and then we'll head you know out to you know the neighborhood fine cool so we're there in this bar and we're drinking, you know, with this older gentleman. And I guess I was like yesterday years old when I found out that um, I was not on a date, <laughs> but I was in the middle of um, being like uh, an escort. <laughs> I guess the older gentleman that we went to go meet up wanted to have two 
younger men DP him, apparently. And, this is some um, shit. Yes. So I'm thinking that I'm going out on this fucking amazing date with this beautiful fucking young, gorgeous guy. And turns out that this older man was paying for the whole thing the whole fucking time. <laughs> All of the so money funny. was driving, like the guy was driving his fucking car. I was like, what the fuck? Why did I do that at? Like, shook. Hashtag shook. So how did it end? Did you guys, what'd you do? Um, it ended, <laughs> I fucked the prostitute. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd hope so. He ended in my butt and it was fabulous. And it was great. I was gonna say, like, I, I feel like at that point, you might as well, you gotta get something out of it. No, no, he like he did he chalk outline you? Yes. How long ago was this? Oh God, this was long ago. I was still a bottom. I was still a four. Oh, okay, that was yeah. before I met you. Uh, it was, maybe after. It was yeah. It was like it was after I met you. It was before. It was before we became like besties, but we knew each other. I'm here for it. Okay. That's funny. You know, I probably didn't tell you because I was trying to date you. I don't probably this probably was like this probably was like two months afterwards and you were still trying to fucking that's so funny <laughs> i want you to think i was a hoe <laughs> little did you know what i was doing at the time yeah. no you know what smashed by prostitutes. <laughs> you said what you wasn't getting your cake smashed by prostitutes i definitely wasn't getting my cake smashed by prostitutes <laughs> because my cakes my cakes were still unsmashable at that point <laughs> um there was, I would, my cakes still had, they were unchartered territory. So <laughs> at that point, um, but yes, now, you know, it's funny because you, you want to talk about Dick. There's a lot of, uh, Dick is a magical, magical thing. It's a power. It makes us do stupid things. Mm -hmm. It also can make us see very clearly. Um, and sometimes Dick can make you see very poorly. Um, and by that, I mean, like, you know, if it nuts in your eye, but, um, not in your eye, you know, I had a, I, by the doing? time that this, by the time that this airs, maybe I will have already tweeted was like, you ever like, well, maybe not you. Cause you don't use Twitter that often, but I just have like drafts in my Twitter, you know, like just like, I don't know, maybe I'll tweet this later. I'm not feeling it right now, but something that I need to get out of my mind. And like, you know, but the other day. I drafted the tweet that's actually let me pull it up and read it I'll make sure I don't fuck it up but it is it is about dick um it says is deep throating is it I'm sorry is it deep throating if the dick isn't big or is it just throating huh like can you deep throat a small dick you know what i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say probably not because this is like a conversation that i was i was having if you're deep throating a small dick someone's lying <laughs> someone's fucking lying you're up here like gagging it <laughs> well i feel like that's yes and yes and no 
because everyone, so everyone is built differently, right? Some people are just not good at deep throating at all. Um, So like they are going to have trouble anyway. So they probably would be like constantly gagging on a small dick. Um, Now sucking dick is not, sucking dick is not your ministry and you need to pick another ministry. No, I mean, I'm all, I'm all down for someone to keep trying as long as you don't hurt my dick. If it doesn't feel good, then that's a, there's a problem. I don't, I don't, honestly, at this one, not that I care or whatever. You like, would rather have somebody gag. The only time that I've ever had someone like where, the only time that I've noticeably been like, okay, you're faking um, from sucking my dick specifically, because that's not a thing necessarily for me like it's not something that i feel like i've encountered the only time that i know like as far as if my dick is hard but we were in the midst of a threesome one time my boyfriend and i and homeboy was like sucking my dick but i was just like already kind of not as into it as i you know wanted to be or whatever so my dick was not hard Mm. it was like at most semi which i mean it's still a decent size but like it's semi you should not be and he was like and i'm like no sir i'm like you you literally like me and me and omar made eye contact with each other like if this motherfucker don't stop because this is not (laughs) this is not a real thing like you're not choking on my like not even hard barely functional dick (laughs) On my non-erect penis. Literally not erect at all. Um, like it had been, it was, it, it wasn't that it was like completely flaccid. You know, I had been hard, but then it like went down right. and it still had enough blood in it, you know, where it's like, oh, I mean, it's probably going to get hard again. If he would have just sucked my dick normal and gave it some, you know, TLC or whatever, it probably would have gotten hard. And then he would have been able to give those sounds that he was offering up. But then he was, they were, the sound sounded so awful. Anyway, I probably would have gotten soft again anyway, but that's neither here nor there. Um, no, it was a conversation that was having at the bar at the club the other day. Um, and I don't even remember how we on the subject of it. We we're talking about like, did, like, do you prefer to suck a big dick or do you prefer to suck a small dick? Because some people are like, I don't want a bottom for a big dick. I want a bottom for like husband dick. And right. you know, and then, they, and then they give their interest, you know, not their interest, their inches, you know, like, oh, you know, husband dick is like six inches or whatever, you know, six inches, but maybe with some girth or whatever. But then people have their opinion. What's husband dick for you? What's husband dick for me? No. Um let's get inside. I mean, you. huh? Let's get inside your mind, girl. Well, I guess I mean it's kind of unfair for me to answer because technically I kind of have a husband, right? Oh yeah. I have, I have a man. So, um, no, like, okay. So here's the thing for me. Inches are a question. Like, I don't, I feel like sometimes when people like tell me what their inch is, Mm -hmm. they probably don't actually even know anyway. Like when's the last time that you measure, you're telling me how, like, you're telling me how big your dick is or whatever. I actually don't know what, how big my dick is presently. You know why? Because I haven't measured it in years. And like, here's the thing about that. Like, I tell people what I remember it being, but maybe it shrunk. I don't know. Maybe it grew. I have no clue. I feel like dick size is relative. Like, I mean, like, obviously there's like a, but like there's a ballpark, but like, I feel like, like, for instance, 
I work at Men's Room Chicago, which is a local uh, store where you can get all of your amazing toys, VHS cleaners, lubricants. Girl, and- we got the advertisement in the, fi- in the podcast. <laughs> but, um, all summer, like we, uh, I was like organizing like these sex toys. Like, so I've been like looking at dildos, different size dildos for the last nine months straight. <laughs> so like. So you some, know what's up. Baby. So like some of those things are not like eight inches. Like some of those things are like 14 fucking inches. Like that's. See, I, I, I agree. And then there's like, I mean, it just, it's all about the, like, I don't know. At the end of the day, here's the thing. Like inches are, are whatever, right? For me, it's all about like the size and shape do matter to me when bottoming. For me, um, husband dick is anything that I could take comfortably. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily about the inch or the girth or any of that, the curve, like, cause there's been, the, the, like there's been dicks I've taken that almost look the same, but like just one went in better, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, you know? So like for me, it's just, if it can go in easily, so, or not, I'm sorry, not go in easily. If it just, it's, it's easy to manage. Now, what I will say is for me, and I, I, I feel like you and I differ in this regard. Um, for me, it is easier to take a thicker, longer dick. And I had to explain this before, um, but in the explanation being that for me, I've mentioned it before, but it's like, there was always such a mental block with me and bottoming. And it's not really there anymore, but it still takes a moment for like, it's very, very, very rare. I gotta be fucked up on some drugs or whatever to just like sit on a dick. Um, Not to say that I won't be turned on or be into it, but it takes a lot for me to like open up and relax. Now, once I do, we good to go. I also have like gorilla glue type booty hole so yeah (laughs) like is tight but um can we get a gorilla glue sponsor (laughs) for my butthole (laughs) Um, no like it just it's is it when i have more like girth or inch or whatever i feel like it's easier for me to open up like Mm-hmm. as it's you know what I mean yeah. um and that's where uh that I think is something that has made me like just more comfortable in mm-hmm. regards but it's also about like positioning like I was just talking tonight um the best way for me to take my boyfriend's dick uh that I learned is taking it doggy style that's what is mm-hmm. best most comfortable um, for his curve and his dick, yeah. um, and, and my butthole, you know, and not every, you know, and at one point I hated getting fucked doggy style. And I feel like it, you know, like, I didn't want to do like, and I think a lot of it was just like me not wanting to let anyone else take charge. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have mm-hmm. that problem now. Were you a rider at first? I was, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are when they first start, cause I was a top first, you know? So I, I definitely, I hate riding now. 
oh my god I hate right I hate writing like I used to love writing because it just made it easier for me to just like I could control like where the dick was going and how fast it was going and the speed of the dick but like now I fucking hate it and I don't know if it's because I'm like older and I'm like my fucking my legs my thighs like I don't want to have to be like bouncing on top like I definitely do not enjoy like the, I, I definitely feel like the knees thing adds to it because I I hate I mean I'm it makes me sound so old but like it does I'd be feeling it in the knees right um, but on the opposite end I will say that I don't I also used to love when I was a top I loved being ridden and now I also don't really care for that and um so I mean, I just, I do think that over time, you know, just all of your flavors will change, you know, maybe I'll come back around to it. Um, but also in addition to both of those statements that I just made, I did bottom last week for someone and I did ride him and I did come from riding. However, um, I was writing him but I didn't feel like I was putting in like or I don't want to say I wasn't putting in effort I feel like I was writing him but he was still the one that was the driving force mm -hmm. because he was like holding me up so I didn't feel like oh my knees are so tired like oh, isn't that he was just, he was just he was I was sitting on top of his dick and he was still fucking the life out of me so um <laughs> now at the end of the day I still do not like to ride in that moment he just happened to put on what yeah. I needed in that moment for me to enjoy it. But at the beginning of it, I was putting in the work and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he was holding you up. See, like, see, like, that's like my favorite thing. Like, I love when I could just feel like, like, if you know me, you know that I'm like, I'm a thick bitch. I'm a thick girl. Okay. You got a fat ass. I love when I can feel so little, just bitch, throw me around, pick me up, like hold my fucking weight up, like shit, like move me. Like I got a lot of body. <laughs> like like I, it's, I, I do enjoy that. And it's not something that happens often. It's, I mean, like mm -hmm. I can count it on one hand type of situation. Yeah. And I think a, a lot of it too, for me um, is about, the fact that for the longest time when I was bottoming, I wasn't allowing anyone else to really take control. Mm -hmm. not, to, not to say that I was a bossy bottom by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think that that was the case, but I just would not really, I didn't tap into like my submissive side to let someone just take charge and I let you do it. Mm -hmm. um, I can only think of three people who have ever like picked me up and moved me or carried me like i've i've only been fucked once while being completely off of the ground or a bed or anything like literally just legs wrapped around you're walking around fuck like that's only happened once um he had the strength and also the length of dick enough to do so mm -mm, baby. You, know, you can't really you can't really do that if you don't have a big dick but <laughs> No, look, I want you to, I want you to take control, like, like, I want you to take over control, plug it in and fuck my hole, like, I want you to, like, brill me, like, it's happened 
Very rarely, but when it has happened, I feel like I feel like it's going to happen very soon. <laughs> You're manifesting. I'm manifesting because you, because you you have a man that can manifest that to happen to you. Good for you. <laughs> Come on, thickums. I hope it happens for you too. <laughs> I mean, I like. I mean, I I told you like uh off air or whatever like i recently had a situation where i was manhandled and was made to be completely submissive mm. by someone who is smaller than me in height and like body and everything beautiful huge dick and you'd like in describing it just because dick is the topic here or whatever i would not have imagined that i would feel comfortable having that happen to me and then i was you know and mm. the size of the dick was not even a factor it didn't even feel like it was the whole situation was so like chill and like not chill but like it was so what it needed to be mm -hmm. that it seemed like i was taking a perfectly average size dick when in fact it was anything but <laughs> you said what rather large it was rather large when i look at a dick and i i'm not one of those i just i tweeted this the other day people who um tell you how big their dick or brag about their dick size even if it is impressive that to me is like little dick energy right yeah um i prefer someone who is just aware. Mm -hmm. I know what I have based off of reactions that I've gotten over the years or just like things people have said, the, the things that I had to encounter if I was topping someone for years, like I was only a top and just been like, okay, I know the patience, all the stuff, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I know that I have a good sized dick. Uh, that will be, if you want to see, if you want to be a judge of it, onlyfans.com slash FKA Matt Cage. Um, that being said, when I can see someone else's dick and it's bigger than mine and I'm shocked, I'm like, oh my, you have a really big dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you've told me this before too, where it's just like, okay, this is bigger than something that I'm used to seeing on myself or just like someone I've been with, like, okay, this is a big dick. I remember I uh I like I I met this guy whose dick was so unreally big like when I legitimately say it was like a fucking baby arm it, like I've never heard that or like I never got that until I actually seen this dude's dick I was like you know I still remember his fucking name I still remember where I met him I still remember what he looked like because that dick was so big I was like I. I can't do this. Like I literally backed away and like, this was like way back when I was like still living at home with my parents and like the gasp that came out of my mouth when he dropped his pants. I was like, oh, oh my God. I was I can refer you to a friend who likes this, but that's not going to me. I love a challenge. Can I, no, can I phone a friend? Like, I love a challenge. There's, there's definitely like, I know we have to start wrapping this up. There's definitely been times where I'm just like, I see a dick on like Twitter or something like that. I'd be like, I would just love to try that. Like it might not even work. All of that's not even going to fit inside of me, but I just want to like try it. 
Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, what do they say? YOLO, right? Maybe. But um, here's, I have one question before we wrap this up. Because, I mean, I've, if everyone has listened or whatever, but we'll just touch this really quickly. No, we have not had sex. However. had sex. We have not had sex. However, we have seen each other naked, like, I know what his dick looked like, you know what my dick looks like or whatever. I'll say he's seen me naked, even if he hadn't seen it in person before, because now my dick is on the internet and you can see it on my Twitter as advertisement for my OnlyFans. But, um... Bitch, you scared me this morning. It was the first thing that popped up when I opened my fucking Twitter. <laughs> not scared you. I was like, shit, it's dick. Well... That's a lot of dick. <laughs> you know. But, um... No, like with Sherman, despite the fact that, you know, he was originally a bottom and now, you know, he's nice verse here or whatever. And we do talk about, you know, how thick and big his booty is or whatever. But Sherman has a very, very sizable uh, Haitian dick. Now, yeah, don't even try and be self-deprecating. Let me compliment, let me compliment my, be- I, how, I, this is not gonna happen again for like the foreseeable future Future that I'm gonna compliment your dick on air. So let me do it. Like let, take your flowers, okay? Fine, give me my roses. Besides, you might get some good booty because of it. <laughs> Look at me. Beep, beep. Is that my bestie? <laughs> some, <laughs> let me stop. Um, <laughs> Is that my bestie? It's a bussy? Um, Period. <laughs> now, have you ever, what's what's the best uh, reaction that you've gotten from presenting your dick to somebody? Because <laughs> everyone has one. Um, You know what? So, believe it or not, like, I Rip don't, dicks. okay. And this is not like me, like, self- hating or anything like that but i really don't get reactions from my dick because my ass is so big (laughs) like i'm not bragging it's a really big ass like i've had i've had hookups where like i went to top and i've had bottoms be like can i please fuck you I mean, yeah, but you've never had anyone, you've never had anyone be like, oh shit. I mean, yeah, but like, it's, it's always followed up with the, God, your ass. (laughs) Like it's always, it's it's almost like a hundred percent of the time, like somebody says something about my dick and it's like followed up, like, oh my God, you have a nice dick, but your ass, like literally a hundred percent of the time, it always happens. So what I would be getting for my dick, you're just getting for your ass. Fair. You get ass reveals. You don't even get an ass reveal because that's unfair because your ass is just huge in anything that you wear. It's actually not. I'd be trying to like camouflage and like, like today I wore compression leggings, compression underwear. You can't compress that. Jeans and sweatpants. I don't four those today. Booty was still poking. <laughs> um, well, that I guess that answers that question. I was hoping that I was hoping that there would be something along the lines of what you get from your booty. Uh, 
I will say that I was shocked when way at the beginning of our friendship, when I saw it, because I remember when we'd be at the shoe, like if you change or whatever, you were one of the ones that always would like turn around so no one could see your dick. Yes. I didn't really give a shit, but like, so I'm like, oh, not only does he have a big booty, but he's turned around. He doesn't want, he literally doesn't want anyone to see his dick anyway. He's still just showing off his ass because that's what I see when you turn around to put on your other change of underwear. So when I finally did see you like full frontal, I was like, not him having a gigantic dick or whatever. And he's literally like hiding it for no reason. You weren't even hard. Like not him having a huge soft dick. And here's the my best, my, he's literally being self-deprecating everyone. My best friend has, he's, he's, he definitely, when the white gay hits him up on Grinder and asks hung, he could answer yes, but he doesn't. He just blocks them because that's a disrespectful question to ask. <laughs> Sometimes when I have time, it's to definitely play. when when the white gay hits him up and says BBC question mark, he could say yes, he does have a big black cock, but he doesn't. He just blocks them because that's disrespectful. Sometimes I just say it's really small. A fucking crock of shit. Sometimes I lie to people. You're so stupid. Is, is that is that bad? Is that like, like you're lying? Like you're lying on air? Is that catfishing? Kind like, of in a way. I like like it's a reverse catfish, I guess. Like. Sometimes people will like ask, like bottoms will ask, how big are you? And I'll be like, five, five and a half. You're so stupid. <laughs> and then I get there. <laughs> this is not. I would never do, I would never do that. If I did that, then the reactions, okay, if I did that, then the reaction that I'm going to tell you, which is my favorite that I've gotten, it would have been intensified. Um. And thinking, because I once you told me that you wanted to have this topic, I was already thinking this question. So in the duration that we've been speaking, I've been trying to go back and forth of which of my two favorites that I've ever gotten, I'm gonna go with, but I'm gonna go with this one. Um, <laughs> making out hot and heavy with guy, dicks are getting hard. We both are like looking down like, okay, we both got some fucking meat there. Well, not we both, but like, I'm like, oh, this guy's got some fucking meat. And he's like, this guy's got some fucking meat. We didn't know pants have come off yet. Pants finally come off. And then we like look down, dicks touch each other. And we look back up. I'm looking like, yeah, like this is real. Like he's got a really nice dick. He looks frightened. <laughs> it's not the reaction I was expecting. And I don't have like, I I have what I just described or whatever beforehand, but I don't think that it warranted that reaction. Uh, so I go, are you okay? And he goes, can, <laughs> God damn it. He goes, can you back away? And I go, okay. So we're on the couch. So I back away a little bit and he just stares at it and he goes, no. And I go, no, he said, I can't take that. And I said, you can't even suck it. And he goes, that I can do. And I go, but you won't bottom for me. He goes, I probably will. And I was like, okay. He goes, but they should call you. God damn it. He goes, I'm sorry. I skipped. He goes, I'm not into NASCAR but they should call you Dale Earnhardt because that is the intimidator. 
I'm grabbing my pocketbook. I'm going home. Somebody get my pocketbook. <laughs> I've only I've only told this story a couple times before, and I remember telling it one time. Not that I like because it, it actually happened. I remember someone was like, "There's no way." He's like, "You made that up," and I was like, "Do I look like I fucking watch NASCAR to make a Dale Earnhardt <laughs> reference?" And the the funny thing about it is that the the guy that made you'd assume that it was probably a white guy, but it was not. So very funny. But that being said, I feel like that that is enough of me talk. Like it's enough dick talk. Oh my god, I can't. Because otherwise, we because we both love dick so greatly, we could literally sit here for the next twenty five hours talking about dick. But I would love to. I would love for us to revisit the dick conversation with a guest. Yes. Yeah. Because it's always nice to have uh, a, a, another opinion. Who wants to come on the show and talk about dick? Yes. Come talk about dick. Come with us. Let us know. Yeah. If y'all want to talk about dick, hit us up in the DMs. Um, Hit us up in the DMs with my new username. I have rebranded everything. FKA Matt Cage was always meant to be temporary and it wound up lasting for uh, a year, actually, a little bit over um, due to my previous social medias just being in complete turmoil due to hackings and deletions and what have you. So FKA, which always meant formerly known as it was not me doing it because I'm a big fan of FKA Twigs, even though I am. Um, but I have rebranded all social medias, Twitter, Instagram, um, my Venmo, Cash App. They are all your King Cage. And the only thing that is not changing that is, is going to remain the same is the URL for my OnlyFans will remain onlyfans.com slash FKA Matt Cage solely for the fact that the link has been posted so many times that if I re, if I switch the URL, then you would be clicking on a dead link that doesn't exist anymore. So that is going to remain the same. But uh, other than that, yes, yeah, slide in the DMs for myself or Mr. Michael Wolf 773 tap in for the future conversation hopefully but yeah. I enjoyed this always nice to talk about dick because mm-hmm. it makes the world go round it does and I just got some earlier tonight before we started the podcast I actually uh my boyfriend fucked the Christ out of me it was fantastic oh love yes mm-hmm. Dick makes the world go round. It makes good music. It makes good stories. It makes good dinner. It does. Maybe I'll write a poem about Dick, but that's neither here nor there. Um, (laughs) I enjoyed this conversation and I'm sure we'll do it again soon. I love you. I love you. And again, 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 again. Shout out to Drea and Lex P from Poor Minds for BDBs. I will forever be using that term oh my goodness well thank you for listening everyone this has been another episode of black tea with matt and michael i'm matt i am michael and we are out bitch peace